Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Well, in the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we hear about Barnabas. I don't know if you've ever thought about Barnabas before or if you ever even noticed that he's there in some of the readings. They don't make a lot of fuss over Barnabas. He's a companion of Paul. His real name was Joseph. He had some land. He sold the land. And he gave the proceeds to the apostles because they were all living together. And the apostles gave him a new name. His name wasn't Joseph anymore. They called him Barnabas. Literally, it means son of encouragement. There must have been something about Barnabas' personality. If they just saw in him somebody who liked to encourage people. So let me tell you these few things we know about him. When the people in Antioch, who were non-Jewish, when the tales came to Jerusalem to the apostles that they had received the Holy Spirit, this was a big shock. No one of the followers of Jesus thought that people who weren't Jewish were going to receive the Holy Spirit of the Lord. So they sent Barnabas to check it out. And when he got there and he saw these Gentiles praising God, filled with the Holy Spirit, you know what he did? He encouraged them. You could also translate his name son of exhortation. Exhortation is even more than encouraging. When you exhort someone, it's like you see something they're doing and you say, keep going. Then he went back to Jerusalem. He told the apostles, they have the Holy Spirit. Another time we hear about Barnabas is about when Paul, whose name was Saul, before he started using his Roman name, Saul was the one who was ruthlessly bringing Christians in to be arrested and sometimes killed. And then they get word that he's all of a sudden has seen the Lord. He's had a conversion. Many, many of the people in the community, I'm sure they said, we'll never, ever trust that guy. So here's Barnabas. He goes to Jerusalem before the apostles and he stands up for Paul. He says, I know him. This is real. He's following Jesus now. And then they became closer in their ministry. They preached for a year. And then they went on these great missionary trips together. And the final spot where we see Barnabas in terms of his encouragement, there's a disciple whose name is John Mark. Some people wonder if he's the Mark who wrote the gospel. Barnabas and Paul had a disagreement. Evidently, on one of these journeys, John Mark left them, and Paul didn't like that. He deserted us. I don't want to go with him anymore. And here's Barnabas again. Barnabas stood by his side and said, no, 
let's give him another chance. Paul and Barnabas could not agree on this. And at that moment, they went separate ways. Rather than cast off his cousin, Barnabas stayed by his side. He's a great example of encouragement. Can you think of a time when you've been encouraged in your life? I remember one in particular that stands out for me. I was in um, the hospital in West Palm Beach, St. Mary's, and I was there as a seminarian going to visit the people. And I was very nervous about all this. I was so worried I was going to do the wrong thing. So I went into somebody's room. They were very depressed. And I felt when I left, they're more depressed now after me visiting. <laughs> I felt like whatever I said was the wrong thing. I went to the elevator, got on the elevator, things started going down. There's a man in the elevator. And when the, his floor comes, he's about to walk out. And he turns to me and he says, it's going to get better. And when he walked out, to this day, I wonder, was that an angel? How did he know what was going on in my life to be able to say that? Never met him again. But he encouraged me right there. So I thought about this. Can you think of three people in your life who encouraged you? Three people, different spots in your life. I'm going to tell you briefly about my three. I thought, well, if I'm going to ask you to do it, I need to do it for myself too. So the first one was a teacher I had in school. She was our trigonometry teacher. She didn't just teach us math. She taught us about life. And the thing that I remember the most, I couldn't articulate this back then. We were seniors in high school, but she really treated us like adults. She had a high standard, and she expected us to meet that standard. We knew she believed in us, and there were at least some times when we met her expectation. I'm so grateful to her. She was really encouraging us to become adults as we were turning 18 years old. The second one was also a teacher. She was my creative writing teacher. And I went to creative writing because I thought, I, I can't do this at all. I better go to a class that specializes in creative writing. And she was the one who took notice of me personally. You wouldn't believe how shy I was back in those days. I told her once later, remember how I didn't talk to people? She told me, you didn't even look at people. But she would take me aside from time to time. I could tell she believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. She encouraged me. She found the things where I was learning and underlined them. I'm so grateful for her presence in my life. The third one is a priest. When I was a young priest, I just got to this new parish. I remember exactly the moment he sat me down in the kitchen and he told me this, we are not in competition. When you do well, 
I'll be on the sidelines cheering for you. You see what he did right there? He was choosing to be like Barnabas. It was conscious for him. He intended to be somebody who was encouraging and somebody who would exhort me. And ever since he did that, I've tried to be that way too. People ask me, what do you like the most about being a priest or being a pastor? When they first asked me that question, I had to think for a while. And then it came to me, what I like most about being a pastor is working with the staff and the leaders of the parish. I love to watch them grow and watch us grow together as a team. So really, St. Barnabas is one of my favorite saints. We live in a world right now that's got a lot of contention, a lot of conflict. There's a lot of people who are very concerned about self and a lot of self-worry. How are we called to be as Christians? Aren't we called to be like St. Barnabas? Especially now. To be there for each other. To encourage each other. To exhort each other. To be together as one. So I want to ask you again at the end here. Who are three people in your life who have encouraged you, who have been like St. Barnabas for you? And how is the Lord calling you and me to be like St. Barnabas to the people in our lives, our spouses, our children, our friends, and those who are not so close to Christ? Dear Lord, we thank you for all the people you've sent into our lives who have been there believing in us, helping us grow, and give us the grace the courage to encourage others. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.